You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 193. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. This is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. Here's where coaching meets psychology, and psychology meets brain science, and this is where your problem ends. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. And before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. These podcasts that you're listening to are created by me for you to give you new concepts to think about, to help you understand why you do what you do. The free Facebook group called Weight Loss Made Real, just like this podcast, is a group that you can join that will help you talk about these podcasts with other listeners and with me. And the Freedom Group is where real change takes place with me as your coach. It's a monthly membership for smart women just like you who are ready to stop overeating from stress and habit and learn how to make space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode or go to weightlossmadereal.com slash group to get on that wait list. All right, let's get started with your coaching session. Here's what we're going to work on today. The question is, is eating self-care? That's what we're going to talk about. One more quick housekeeping note. Some of you have been asking about getting a free downloadable copy of my book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. It used to be a free gift. And then we archived it, and it's available on Amazon to buy. But if you stay with me to the end, I'm going to tell you at the end of this coaching session how to get that book for free if you do not already have it. Okay, back to our coaching session. So is eating considered self-care? All right, what's the definition of self-care? Self-care means loving yourself, caring about you, accepting yourself wherever you are with all the pretty stuff and all the ugly stuff. It's you all together, and it's you being okay with that and caring about you. Seeing yourself as worthy is a requirement, right? Because if you don't see yourself as worthy, nobody else really will. You deciding that you're worthy, that you want to care about yourself, this is a decision that you can make. So if you're listening to me today and you're not at the weight that you want to be and you get on that scale and you don't like what you see, are you telling yourself, I'll be nice to myself when my weight goes down? If that's what you think, I'm talking to you specifically today. Self-care means seeing what you need and giving yourself what you need. But it also means using the right solution for your need. So if you have a problem, you don't want to try to force a solution that doesn't work. For example, food is for hunger. Many other things are for comfort. 
I also want you to take a look at the definition that you've heard me talk about before for giving yourself a treat, whether you think about food as a treat or not. If you think about food as a treat and food as self-care, ask yourself these questions. Does it qualify? Does it feel good when you're anticipating having it? When you think about it ahead of time, do you feel good and excited and you're looking forward to it? Does it feel good while you're doing it, while you're eating it, while you're enjoying whatever self-care you think you're giving yourself? And very important, does it feel good when you're done? Afterwards, when you're thinking about it, are there regrets that you gave yourself what you did, whether it's food or something else? I also don't want you, after you give yourself self-care, to feel like you cheated or you slipped or you're getting away with something that you don't deserve. So why do we need self-care? Our responsibility is to take care of ourselves. It makes us feel good. And we want to feel good when we can. It helps us fill our cups, build a foundation for ourselves, kind of like a bank account of goodness that you can then draw upon when your life is challenging. You're in charge of you. You can't delegate this need to fill to other people. And you can't delegate the job of feeling good to food. Although, if you're like me, you probably have tried. Food helps you with hunger, not with emotions. It's your job in life to feel as good as you can, knowing, of course, as you've heard me say, that you're not going to be happy all the time, but most people I know do want to feel good as often as they can. So you guys know that self-care is a part of my Eat, Think, Love program inside the Freedom Group. So why is that important to have that I teach on a regular basis? Well, if we only focused on eat, which is what it's like when you're dieting, if we only focus on eat, then you would have an eating prescription and nothing else. You wouldn't be taking good care of yourself and you wouldn't be managing your emotions and you'd probably still be using food to feel good. If you only worked on the mind part of you, if you only worked on think, then you would be managing your mind, you would be managing your feelings, but you might not be taking good care of yourself, your whole foundation, and you wouldn't be eating instinctually from hunger like a natural eater. You'd still be eating from external rules. Now, love is important in my program, but if you only focused on this, you might know how to get clear on what you need, but you still wouldn't be eating naturally and you wouldn't be managing your mind. So all of these things, eat, think, and love, all add up to what you need to be truly free. And we're talking today about the love part and whether it's okay to think of food as self-care. When you want self-care, it might feel like you just need some comfort. It might feel like a need for rest, it might feel like you need stimulation, you're bored. It might feel like you need some help dealing with a negative feeling or dealing with conflict in a relationship. You might wish that you had more connection, more alone time, more time in nature. You might wish that you were stronger and better at saying no or setting boundaries and so many other ways 
of caring for you that come under the heading of self-care. Now, when you don't have it, when you don't give it to yourself on a regular basis, and your life is in a downward cycle, because remember, it goes up and down all the time, you're going to think, I need some quick relief. So you go to something that is quick, and it is inexpensive, and it is very, very accessible, and that's food. The reason that we all tend to go to junk food more than helpful food is that junk food is exactly that, fast, easy, cheap, versus cooking something, usually. So right now, maybe your current habit is to use food as a reward, as a tranquilizer, as a warm fuzzy that makes you feel better. Kind of like a best friend, a BFF, someone you just really don't want to live without. In fact, when you think about having less food, even when you're not hungry, you might feel panicky or scared or sad just at the thought of eating less. When you give yourself extra food in the moment, it feels good, right? Mainly because it tastes good and it distracts you from the thing that's happening that you don't like. But when you're done, that thing that bothered you is still there. You just aren't noticing it as much while you're eating. It's kind of muted. You're not focused on it because you're focused on the taste and the pleasure of the food. And afterward, you now focus on what you just did. You might be mad at yourself. You might be thinking about your weight. So the original problem is still there, and it pops back into your awareness when you're done eating. Now you beat yourself up for doing that overeating habit again. You're distressed that once again, you didn't keep your word to yourself. And you're either maintaining extra weight or adding extra weight, and you're keeping that whole struggle alive. So why does eating to try to make yourself feel good, feel good, but? It has a big but. It does feel good, but food tastes good. It lights up your brain. Your brain is wired to seek pleasure. So when you eat, you get a jolt of pleasure. It feels good, yes. But if you never learned how to care for yourself in other ways, you're going to be seeking that pleasure in any way you know. And if eating is the main way you know, that's what you're going to want to keep doing. Remember, our brains are wired to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and use as little energy as possible. You might have gotten the message that self-care is selfish from your early caregivers, like I did, or from people that you're close to even today who judge you for you wanting to take care of you. And so you think that maybe it's something that's just not for you. I want you to take a look at what your everyday life is like right now. Where are you getting pleasure from besides from food? What do you do for yourself? What do you give yourself? What do you think you deserve, especially if you're not at the weight you want to be right now? If you're not giving yourself pleasure, self-care, you're going to feel an emotional hunger for something. So it's natural that if you're deprived of pleasure, you're going to seek food, especially if this is what you learned. Why don't you practice self-care in other ways besides with a food treat? It might be that you're telling yourself, I just don't know how, I don't know what to do. 
Or maybe you're thinking, I don't have time. I'm not worthy. I hate planning ahead. I'm not creative. Food as self-care might be your habit, might be your go-to remedy. When you use food as self-care, it prevents you from learning to deal with all kinds of feelings and to know that you can survive them and not eat. The good and the bad, the 50-50 of life. You create all those feelings from what you think, and none of them can actually hurt you, even if they're uncomfortable. But let's say you've been listening to me for a while and you're working with me on how to feel all those feelings and how to disconnect food from mood. So the big question is, again, can you use food as a legit way of taking care of yourself? So this may surprise you, but I'm going to say yes with explanation. So listen to these five points I'm going to give you to not just give yourself open permission to use food to feel better for whatever, whenever, but here's how to use food as self-care. Number one, I want you to see feeding yourself as an act of love. This would include preparing your food ahead of time, making sure that you have what you like and what you need available to you in the house foods that like you back. It means that you spend a little time making intelligent food choices, that you're giving yourself quality food, time to eat and relax, and actually enjoy it every bite. So if you want to think of feeding yourself as self-care as I do, you might be spending some time each week planning your food for yourself. So number one, see feeding yourself as an act of love. All right, number two, you do not need to earn good food. I want you to take away the idea of food as payment for working hard, for getting through something, maybe just for getting through a day, and for being a good person, for doing all the things that you do in your life. This means that if you think you need to earn good food, that if you don't see yourself as worthy, you're not going to think that you deserve good food. The truth is you always do. You can see good food as a source of pleasure, but one that you're in charge of. You're in charge of the when and the what and the how much and the how often. The food should not be controlling you. Since we're all wired for pleasure... Can eating something just because it tastes good be self-care? Yes, but in the right amounts, and remember this, you know this, when you're hungry. So number two is, you do not need to earn good food. Number three, it's important to have many other sources of pleasure. Not one or two, many If food is your go-to main pleasure, your main source of care, your main reward, your main fun, you need to diversify and figure out what you like to do in lots of different categories of life. You need to decide ahead of time what your self-care is going to be that's in addition to good food. You decide ahead of time because that's when your higher brain is in control, in charge. 
I want you to have ideas ready. As we talked about earlier, they might relate to connecting with others. It might be things that you like to look at, color and art and flowers. It might be music and things that you listen to. It might be reading. It might be different forms of entertainment. It might be body care and pampering. It might be taking care of your health needs. Yes, I don't think going to the dentist is a lot of fun, but that's taking care of you. It might be taking care of your money so it can help take care of you. The list is endless, but you need lots of little things from many different categories so food is not number one. So number three, it's important to have many other sources of pleasure. All right, two more, hang with me. If you do decide that sometimes food is a form of loving yourself, no sneaking. It should feel like love when you eat, not like punishment. It should not feel desperate. There should be no regret when you're finished eating. I know and you know that some foods have very little nutritional value. But the reason we're eating them is for pure pleasure. Know that. It's okay. Enjoy them. But you need to be in charge. You need to know when you're going to have them and how much and how often. And it always has to be decided in a way that makes sense for you helping you. And it needs to be when you're hungry. So number four, if you decide that sometimes food is a form of loving yourself, no sneaking. And the final thought I want to leave you with for you to decide how to make food and eating a form of self-care is this. You do not use food to care for yourself to feel better emotionally. You do not use it as a way of getting out of an uncomfortable emotion. You need to learn where your emotions come from, how they're created, how to process them. Remember the think part of my program, Eat, Think, Love. How to process them, how to name them, how to allow them without acting on them, meaning without eating as a result of feeling any feeling unless it's a physical feeling of hunger. So here's what I want you to think about this week. What do you currently do for self-care? Or do you not do anything at all? And how much of your self-care, if you do it, comes from food? What's the feeling that comes up when I talk about mixing up the ways in which you give yourself self-care that go way beyond food? Do you feel resentful? Do you feel panicky? Do you feel like, no, I can't even imagine using food less to make myself feel good? Just think about it, and we will continue this discussion. All right, that's it for our subject today in this coaching session. You know what you're going to think about. You know what you're going to focus on this week. You know what action step you're going to commit to doing this week, and that's thinking about how you use food. And here's what I wanted to tell you today, especially if you're a new listener, and that is how to grab a free downloadable copy of my full-length book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. Yes, it is still available in a hard copy or Kindle on Amazon, 
But as my listener, the downloadable version is now totally free for you. We're bringing it back. You can find the link to get it in the show notes, or you can go to weightlossmadereal.com slash book. If you're already on my email list, don't worry, you won't get double emails from me. All right, my friend, I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and your habitual overeating step-by-step until they both become something that you used to do because I know and you know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real just like you. And I will see you next week.